Hey, Broken Arrow, this is the City Council Rewind for the meetings on November 7, 2023. And with Councilor Justin Green, I am Aaron McCullough. Councilor, this is your first edition of City Council Rewind, so thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Very good to have you. Let's jump right into it. So last night, uh, Tuesday night, you all had a special meeting, uh, the Broken Arrow Municipal Authority in your capacity as the trustees there, about a water river supply study that was being done. Tell me just a little bit about that and, and what the, uh, the emphasis was here. Sure. I think this was very important for us to have this meeting about the water supply for the city of Broken Arrow because water is something that affects us all. Um, and a lot of us take it for granted that it's just always going to be there whenever we go to our kitchens and turn the spigot on. But uh, there's really a lot that goes into the process of uh, making sure that we have clean water that tastes good, that smells good. Um, we have an adequate enough supply to supply all of our citizens. So some of the things we've been thinking about is making sure that uh, our water is going to be a available in the quantities we need it going into the future. Um, so that's a little bit about what we were talking about last night. Um, currently, we have a single source where we get our waters from the Vertigris River, um, and we were looking into other options of how we might get water from additional sources uh, as our city grows or in the case of an emergency or a spill or something of that nature. So from what I understand from the meeting uh, Tuesday night, we already have in place the infrastructure, like a 21, 22-mile water line that already connects us to uh, UWA, Oklahoma Ordnance Works Authority, up in Mays County, feeding into the Grand River. So I'm understanding there's going to be just a little bit of rehabilitation work that needs to be done with that, and we're going to kind of phase this out over, over quite a few years? Yes, that is correct. Um, we used to get our water from that supply previously, so the line is already there and already in place. So if we decide that that's the direction we want to go, um, we can go back to getting water from up there. We can use that as a primary source or as a secondary source. So we did discuss the options of uh, that line, the current condition that that line was in, is in, and what it would take to get that rehabilitated if we decide to use that going forward. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point that you make is that this is secondary. It's not a replacement. It's, it is a secondary source. So that way, whenever our city continues to grow as it has, we're going to be able to supply the city with the water that's, that's really kind of needed. That's right. And that's very important. Let's pivot over to some roads. What do you think? All right. Roads are always a hot topic on everybody's mind because we drive on them every day. Everybody's impacted by them, whether you drive or you bike or you walk. I mean, everybody's impacted by them. So one of the ones last night, um, let's start off with uh, the Olive Avenue widening project. And this is the one between Kenosha and Albany, 71st Street and 61st Street. This one's been in the works for a while. From what I understand, it was a 2014 bond project. There's been some delays in it. And, and what we found out on Tuesday night, uh, well, at a previous meeting and then again on Tuesday night, was that um, there was some exorbitant costs when it came to the condemnation uh, for some right-of-way acquisition there. That was just a little too much to bear as far as being good financial stewards of the taxpayer's money. Let's talk a little bit about that. What was the decision as far as last night was concerned, and, and what's the process moving forward? Well, as you touched on there, that, that mile section between Kenosha and uh, 61st there, it definitely needs to be widened. Uh, obviously, that's a high traffic area. It backs up all the time during rush hour and various times during the day, so that was something that's been on the, the radar for a long time. Uh, we have to acquire some additional land to be able to widen that, and one of the places we need to acquire that land was on the uh, west side there by 
by Floral Haven. And uh, we had approached them, really their corporate uh, headquarters, and, and been talking with them and making some negotiations to purchase some of that land um, so that we can widen that road and make it adequate for the needs that are there. Um, unfortunately, there was some issues that arose um, doing that. Um, the price that they wanted was just way too absorbent for what uh, the land was actually worth. It was actually evaluated at 10 times what the actual value of the property was. And uh, our job as council and city staff is to be wise and prudent with our citizens' money. And we just did not feel it was prudent to pay that absorbent amount uh, for the parcel of land that we needed. So we're looking at revamping that, um, changing some of the lane structures, maybe shifting it further over to the east um, and doing some things like that. We are still planning on getting that widened. Work is still being done. That's the important thing. Uh, we want that intersection to be be what it needs to be so that our infrastructure meets the needs of our city. Um, that's something that's huge to me and all the other counselors make sure that our infrastructure keeps up with the growth of our city. So uh, we're going to continue to press forward on that. Um, we have a great team here at the city. We work with uh, some great partners. We're going to make that project happen so we can uh, keep our promises. That's fantastic. Let's head south. How much time do you spend out at Indian Springs Soccer uh, Sports Complex? I spend quite a bit of time out at Indian Springs Sports Complex. It's near and dear to my heart. Both of my boys play soccer out there. And so you spent quite a bit of time then in the congested traffic lanes uh, when you're trying to leave the complex then, haven't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, this is one of those projects that was identified in the 2018 bond to widen Aspen Avenue from Tucson to Shreveport. Shreveport, of course, is that street that's just right inside the complex there. Mile and a half project. Last night, I thought this was a really well thought out plan to move forward here is that we're breaking that up into three different sets. Uh, we're breaking it up from Aspen Avenue, or excuse me, on Aspen Avenue from Tucson to Jasper, then the intersection there at Jasper and, Asp and Aspen, and then from Jasper to Shreveport. Um, and the reason being is because our city staff worked really diligently to get some federal dollars. Let's talk just a little bit about this and why it's important to be able to separate this out. Sure, sure. Um, it is really important, as you said, that we get this project completed because we have hundreds, if not thousands of vehicles and people who are traveling to and from uh, in that area. And if we can get this project taken care of, it's going to make it a lot easier on those traveling to and from Indian Springs, but not only them, the people who live around the areas, because it's, it's a hard impact on them as well. If they can't get in and out of their neighborhoods, to and from their homes, going to the store or wherever they may be going, it makes it difficult. Um, so as you said, the city has uh, worked really hard and, and secured some federal funds that's going to help us with this project. Um, when you secure federal funds, it also means there are federal guidelines that come along with this. Um, so our team has worked really dil diligently and put together a plan, like you said, to do this in phases and sections. Um, so it help us keep within those federal guidelines and help us move the project along so that it gets completed in a timely fashion. And those federal funds are going to be earmarked specifically for that Jasper and Aspen intersection there. So that way, while the federal requirements for that money are ongoing, we can continue looking ahead and, and working on other aspects of it. And it sounds like from last night, it sounds like we're going to be looking at that north section there on Aspen between Tucson and Jasper. Yes, sir. We're going to try to get that taken care of and get that widened so we can get that traffic flowing um, appropriately. 
Uh, it, it'll be nice when it happens, that's that's for sure. It most definitely will. It's going to save a lot of people a lot of time. All right, to find out more information about the meetings from uh, Tuesday night on November 7th, just go to BrokenArrowOK.gov, and you'll be able to find all the information that you need on the nearly 80 items that were on the agendas for the City Council, Municipal Authority, and Economic Development Authority meetings. Councilor Green, thank you for joining us. Sure appreciate it. Thank you again for having me. It's my pleasure. And we'll see you around town, the city where opportunity lives. Thank you for watching. This is a production of the City of Broken Arrow, the city where opportunity lives.